Welcome to another episode of Frontline Medic Podcast. In this episode, we are talking to one of the biggest beauty clinics in New Zealand, Casey Clinic. Fran, currently the acting CEO, shared the importance of delivering exceptional frontline service in the beauty industry. Casey Clinic is well known for the deep sense of nurturing and care for customers, who from the very beginning of the customer journey quite often must overcome emotional and social barriers to even entering the building. Tag along and hear when Fran share her 50 years of experience in the industry. Thank you so much, friend, for taking the time to talk to me today. Thank you, Zen. I appreciate the introduction. I'm curious to find out, do you have any daily habits that you follow? Think about daily habits, I go straight to the fact that we have a daily huddle. So we are very passionate about communication. So here at Support Office, so we've got a team of over 60 people. We have a compulsory daily huddle every single day, and it's our opportunity to pulse the business. How are our people? Are we on track with our metrics or not? team and customer and that's with our entire team and it's designed to be really punchy and a 15 minute check-in health check but that's a nice opportunity for everybody in the organization to raise any challenges or support needed and for us as a leadership and executive team to keep, I guess, our finger on the pulse, really. We've adopted the scaling up methodology, um, which is an international business rhythm, and daily huddles is absolutely, when I think of my daily habit, that's how our day starts every day. What's the promise that Casey Clinic gives to its customers? For our customers, we say as an organisation that we are customer obsessed. It's probably not okay now to just be good at customer service and treatment delivery. I think it is that obsession and the relentlessness of delivering our promise to our customers, which is skin confidence and real results. So our industry can be relatively complex. I think the beauty and appearance medicine industry, every magazine you pick up, every time you jump online, there's a different serum and a product and a treatment. And so it can be a very overwhelming and complex industry. And so we're very passionate about making that really simple for our customers. So Guiding them to a solution is our overarching promise tied in with making sure that we get really real results. And so as you may know, with skincare and appearance treatments, it's it really is about the results that the customer is, is wanting. So tell me about an, a customer experience or employment experience that really made you proud. It happens so often. Just the other day, we were, one of our field team actually let me know that we had a customer who was coming to Auckland for one of our more advanced treatments and the team in the clinic where that customer was coming to, they were flying from out of Auckland and they knew that they'd never been to Auckland before. So they'd actually taken the time to go and meet and greet that customer at the airport to make sure, obviously knowing that trying to find an Uber at Auckland airport, just trying to remove all of the barriers out of what that situation could have become for that customer. It's There are just hundreds and hundreds of stories all the time of our teams going above and beyond. It's really hard to fake being passionate about what we do. You have to have a really um, deep sense of wanting to help and nurture people because we, the the nature of what we do, we, we hear it all the time. You hear of different stories that people are just going above and beyond to make that customer's experience. It's the magic around it and it's the intangible sense of oh my gosh that was just such an amazing experience I think when you can't quite put your finger on what it was 
but it was just the the magic when they've gone into one of our clinics. What is it that you, that you think that you guys do to empowering the front line to take that know initiative to really deliver we're a franchise organization so we have franchisees and clinic owners um, that we call business partners in the network it really starts from recruitment and i think that's right from when we're recruiting a franchisee who is then i guess in essence responsible for leading a team of passionate employees to deliver customer confidence i think really understanding the franchisees why they are entering the organization and what are their reasons for maybe wanting to own or buy a clinic and their sense of leadership to really understand if they can lead a team of successful passionate team to be delivering customer confidence and in that high level of customer service i definitely think i've seen it even within the 15 years that i've been within the organization the expectation of the consumer and the customer is it's no longer okay to just deliver what used to be world-class customer Mm. service I think is just a given now it's all of the intangible touch points along the way we map out the customer journey so we know right from before a customer enters our clinic what are some of the emotional barriers that we need to overcome come to help that customer feel okay to actually come into the appointment into the clinic for their first appointment and it's right down to the level of training in terms of what's said on the first customer phone call what sort of tone and inflection do you put in your voice how do we create those connections immediately to say oh friends looking forward to seeing you on thursday at two o'clock in the clinic and so that we're we're creating those emotional connections already so the customer's thinking oh friends going to be there when i arrive at two o'clock on thursday for us it's really about um no judgment we for anyone and it's anyone's concern it's overcoming the customer barrier to entry in that first appointment so do you have some tools like frameworks that you work or that you teach your frontline staff to really get over that barrier yeah, we have got a combination of both e-learning. So before, when somebody first joins, their induction is really key for us. So we've got a lot of sort of video content and we've recently invested again into um, quite a structured customer experience and engagement um, process and step-by-step with a lot of videos and then online modules that teams have to complete. Mm. That's before they come. We've got a purpose-built training academy where teams undergo a four-day essentially customer experience and treatment delivery training. So that's regardless of how much experience somebody has in, in, in the industry. We always say you can have the best marketing and strategy in the world, but actually at the end of the day, it's the team and the clinics that are touching our customers all day, every day behind the door in the treatment room. So how do we make sure that they're so connected to our values and our overarching purpose and our our, our message of, of actually being customer obsessed, just con- making sure that every person that plays a part in that customer journey understands our overarching um, messaging there. I think Ask Nicely that we put in place a couple of years ago now into the business that has really helped us as well because all of a sudden we've got live customer data that our teams in the clinic can see but we've also got a customer success team here at Support Office and they look at every single customer comment that comes back and then that feedback loop flows right through to future business decisions do we need to amend anything in terms of our product delivery so using real life customer feedback and data has been absolutely key and I think we also can then see again given the nature of some of the clinical treatments that we do we can then see really early on where we may need to support a clinic 
as well from a support office level where they may just need a little bit more support in terms of navigating their customer through something that may have happened. So I think that visibility has really enabled us to be able to scale to the size that we are now and still have that real-life customer data and, and instantaneously coming through all the time. And that goes right up to board level. And we'll quite often have conversations in a board meeting about, is that the right thing to do by the customer? And what's the customer impact in this business decision? So I think it's just taken it to a new level of visibility. So you basically have, you have tools that capture feedback from the front line and then you use that feedback all the way back to the boardroom to make your decisions and that kind of what sets the foundation of your customer experience do you have some of the feedback that you've been receiving for a customer that have created change within the business sometimes it's the smallest things we have meetings here that are called the customer voice meeting where we're taking all of the customer feedback that's happened in the four weeks prior um, what are the some, some of the things that, that, that are going really well but where are the biggest opportunities for change and often that can come through where it may just be a training opportunity with a clinic we're starting to see consistency potentially it can help identify really early on in the piece particularly if it's a newer team member that maybe there may be some things that need a little bit of coaching our clinic owners or our franchisees they're really proactive at identifying those things as well and jumping on that pretty quickly other times it can be big things around product development or I don't know what we thought may have been a good gift with purchase we can rely on the feedback coming back from customers and take that into account when we're planning campaigns next time it it goes across the organization really wide in terms of what we do with that feedback and obviously depending on what we're looking at the time when you get customer feedback through your surveys how do you make sure that you acknowledge the frontline teams to really like take that feedback in and share with the wider team. Just the other day, we had a really lovely example that we saw and the team actually shared with me as well around a lady who had had acne for most of her life. And it was just the most heartfelt story about how long it had taken her to even pluck up the courage to come into a clinic. And then obviously she's now been into clinic and had one of our more recent acne memberships. And she was just talking about how she can now, she'd obviously had to cover up her skin and with makeup and things for so much of her life that she'd also please feel free to share this with your teams because I think the the transformation for her and the way that the team have made her feel through that journey and she mentioned how obviously she never felt judged at any step along the way and the nurturing that the team have done so that was just another one of our really, it literally gives you goosebumps when you read some of the, the positive ones that come through where people are actually sharing their journey and how long it took them to come in and actually start to look after themselves and, and have the treatment done in the first place. And then the positive impact and effect that can have on somebody's life is just that's the that's the stuff that really gets me going and gets our team going. And do you have some some ways that you acknowledged? their success yeah we actually run we run annual awards around customer experience and and customer service results so that's always a hot one that teams are driving for in our annual conference the clinic itself gets awarded with the highest customer service metric or the, the highest customer score across the year and the individual with the highest treat our customer service feedback so you can imagine as we're moving towards close to 600 team um 
that is just such an amazing award for a clinic to be able to be really proud of. So that's a way that we acknowledge it at a nationwide level. Our customer success team here in the office, they will always reach out to an individual or the clinics to say, hey, great job. This is an absolute superstar um, result. Our daily huddle that I mentioned earlier, we talk about service, the NPS score is. That number comes up into our daily huddle. So at the moment, we're sitting at 85.3 as of today. But that's a number that we pulse every single day. What is our customer service across all of our 60 plus clinics? And therefore, it can be pretty challenging, as, as you can imagine, the thousands of customers we've got now to keep that number as high as it is. And I think that's a real credit to everybody in our organisation that understands that we are customer obsessed. And it's not resting on our laurels to go, oh, as a brand, people trust us. It's every single day. It's the hard work at the front line. The leaders leading the team of passionate people every single day. I think it's it's just, it's something that you, that needs to be measured and managed every day. Customer and how, experience. And how do and you deal with them? Yeah. And how do you deal with those like really tough conversations that you might yeah, have? Exactly. I think like anything, it's about how we deal with the customer, how we support that customer through the situation, really, that is just as important as the situation itself, whatever has happened whether it may be an adverse outcome to a treatment, it may be all sorts of things that may have happened, but depending on what it is, it's how we actually support the team and the customer through the example. And, and thinking about the experience that you deliver for your customer, what's the key difference from an experience that is average and one that is awesome? It's quite intangible. It's really hard to put your finger on what the difference is, but you can just feel it. You can feel the energy and the magic behind it. I think when a team knows what the customer needs before the customer needs to say what they need, often it's just about listening to a customer and then guiding them to a solution rather than coming in and talking about what we can do at Casey. It's about nurturing the customer um, through especially those initial touch points within the customer experience. Things like remembering their name, how we introduce ourselves, where we're talking to the customer in the clinic, have we taken them to more of a discreet setting so that they can be talking about their concern. It's all of those little things that can be really quickly overlooked when a clinic is busy and there's all sorts of things happening. It's, yeah, yeah. so it is, it's quite intangible, but when it's really done, it's pretty special. I think the listening is absolutely key and the respect that we wrap around the fact that customer is being incredibly honest with us and then guiding them delicately to a solution I think that's when it's done really right we often hear our in our clinics they'll say how many customers lives are we going to change today we truly are changing people's lives when we are talking about the most vulnerable insecurity and I think it's keeping it really present with our team and really keeping it front of mind that actually we don't ever take for granted the trust that customers put in our teams. I think communication is key in terms of how we share feedback and how we share wins and challenges and curly situations and how we navigated a customer out of that curly situation, having the systems step by step, a lot of video content, because I think our end users in our clinic rather than 
from reading pages and pages on customer service. We've got videos of what it looks like when a customer walks into reception when it's done well. And then we've got the video of what it looks like when it hasn't been managed well. And then part of the training model, that module, they have to select all the opportunities within that customer journey where it hasn't been done well. So lots of kind of activity-based learning as well, yeah. just to really instill. I think it's always quite helpful when somebody can watch when it hasn't been done well, because you often go, holy moly, as if I would do that, but it, it really helps land the message. And you mentioned that you guys use Ask Nicely as a tool to capture feedback. What changes have that brought into the organization in terms of how you look at feedback or is there any, any positive experience it, that changed the way you were? I think it's brought a lot of positive positives to us in terms of how we can work with real-time data. I think before that, we were using a more traditional sort of NPS anonymous for a start. So we could never actually help the customer once they had given feedback. And especially if it was something that we really wanted to be able to follow through and actually make sure that that customer, obviously, we could help rectify the situation. So I think having it, and it was always a 24-hour lag before we could actually see the results from that. So moving to Ask Nicely has been key because it's given us visibility in real time and also right down to the individual user where we can pretty early on in the piece identify if there might be maybe there may be steps to the customer journey that this particular new person may may not be quite following because we're starting to see a trend. Being able to look at nationwide trends and individual outlet trends and have all of that information flowing right up to executive level and board. I think has just been so helpful. It's it's really like a guess a version of a sort of mystery shopper for for all of us, including the clinics, to actually go, hey, we've made that change. What is the customer feedback pretty quickly? Yeah, so it's basically giving you an opportunity to act on feedback straight away and address any yeah. concerns, any it any problems. Absolutely is. Absolutely. And I think often the customer is quite chuffed when, whether it's the clinic or our customer support team here at Support Office, when they actually reach out to the customer to say, really immediately, I'm so sorry to have received that feedback about your experience today. Can we organize a time to touch base with you? And I think being able to jump on that as soon as those sort of things happen, rather than leaving that for a day or two or never knowing who that person was and being able to do anything about it, I think has resulted in so many more positive customer outcomes. That was all the questions I had. Thanks, Suzanne. It was lovely to meet you. Thank you for listening to Frontline Medic Podcast, brought to you by Ask Nicely. If you enjoyed this podcast episode, please give it a five-star rating. And remember to visit frontlinemedic.org and sign up to our community for free. Frontline Medic community is there to help you bring out the best in your frontline staff. You can access tools, frameworks, inspirational stories that will help you create a great customer experience at the frontline. Visit frontlinemedic.org to learn more.